1: Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to Real Good Show, episode number 30. That's right, it's another edition of America's Best Worst Canadian Sports Podcast. Justin Morissette with you once more, and with me,
2: as always, is... Stefan Hack. John Cullen. Episode thirty is this the Martin brochure episode?
1: Uh you know what? I didn't even bother to look up a number I was this gonna time say, around. Was well, he
0: thirty? Let's look one up right now. I feel well, like that was, that was his goals against average.
1: Oh <laughs> We're going we're going quick and to the point this this week. Yeah. Because we don't have a lot of time with you, John.
2: That's right. I've got a show tonight. Uh, so we're just we're squeezing this in and um, yeah, shit's going down. So I, but, we're, I've got an hour. But basically. if we were if
1: we were gonna do good for use off the hop here, and talk about things that are going well for the lot of us, John, uh, I would say you had a pretty nice experience at your show last night.
2: Yeah, it was good. Uh, this was uh, as I've said on the podcast before. I've always uh, encourage uh, fans of the podcast if they are coming out to uh, to shows to say hi to me. And uh, so last night, did my show in Abbotsford, and these two guys came up to me. And uh, I thought, like, they, they said hi to me like they knew me. Like, they were like, hey, John, what's up? And I was like, well, these guys are really fo- forward. Do I know them from somewhere? And then they're like, we're huge fans of the podcast. And I was like, oh, it's dope. And it turned out that it was two former review review uh, participants, ah. uh, Kelvin VW and Real Good Joe. Van Wick, I think. Yes, Kelvin Van Wyck. Uh, I found out was the pronunciation <laughs> oh, Well, last it goes night, both. So... It goes well, no, well,
0: he,
1: said <laughs> he doesn't, him... but yeah. some other people with that name go by Van Wyck.
2: Okay, well, since so... we're referring to Kelvin <laughs> Van Wyck, we're going to say it <laughs> yeah. that way because that's the way he wants All right. His name is Van Wyke. Yeah, he's fair to yeah. make that claim. I'm, yeah, yeah I mean, it right. is his own name. Yeah. So uh, he would know, I think. Yeah, I mean, whatever, it's fine. I mean, does he really? can you trust him
1: he's just a guy out there on the internet but yeah, John's we, put we a we name in my face yeah. now, Justin
2: guess. don't worry you're doing a great job It's, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen it's Justin Morissetti <laughs> here with you today and uh, he's doing awesome Justin uh, Morissetti yeah exactly Justin Morissetti <laughs> that's a spicy podcast host <laughs> 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 oh god um, well <laughs> this has been a real good show thank you for tuning in uh, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it was great to meet those guys. Uh, it's really nice when, uh, when people are gen- like, I think we talked about this on the group chat last night that like, I'm still, and, and I know we have fans and whatever, but I'm still legitimately surprised when I meet people that like actually seem to enjoy the show. Yeah. It's, it's really cool. Yeah. So thank you guys so much. Yeah, exactly. It's great. And, um, I know that, um, you know, I know that sometimes I say things on this podcast that people kind of think that I'm like a jerk or whatever, but, uh, but I do really appreciate every single one of you. And, uh, so yeah, it was great. And also a you, nice... You, you are a jerk though. I am. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But not to our fans. Yeah. Um, but it was, I will say it, it was a nice bonus that neither Kelvin nor Joe are in university. So it was a good, <laughs> uh... <laughs> it was a good time. We were able... They're farmers, actually. I learned a lot about chicken farming last night. There it you was go. It was awesome. Oh, yeah.
1: Well, once again, the teacher is getting learned. I know. I'm getting, I'm
2: done, I've done a lot of learning recently. But yeah, so that was a good... I, I, I guess a good for me. It was just... Yeah, it was really nice to meet some... Some fans of the show, and uh, they were very interested in us doing a live episode. So we, at least we know now that if we do a live episode, two people will be yes. there. I think my parents would probably come, too. Perfect. So also... It'll be Stefan's parents and Joe and Kelvin. So
0: we
1: we recently had uh, at Book of Lube. Uh, you know, Old old Flooby on the uh, Twitter machine uh, Tell us to please not do a live episode That's right, but he doesn't
2: live here So
0: his <laughs> yeah, opinion exactly. doesn't count He
1: lives in Calgary, we're not doing a live show there Is he saying
0: yeah. that because he couldn't get to the live no, show? No, it's because, or because he, he, he like thinks
1: it. that live show versions of podcasts Usually have terrible audio And are like fun to be at, but horrible to listen to
0: I think we could pull off a pretty good audio I think we could, yeah, yeah. We're looking at a venue that's hosted some podcast and... tapings before yeah. So,
2: I also think like there's always the option of not listening yeah, to it. Yeah, just skipping that Just week. don't listen yeah. to it. Well, like, actually, I mean,
0: you know what my idea is? We record the podcast like here at my place first and then just like play it for an audience.
2: Yeah. Oh, that'd be good too. And, and we, we'll just kind of like, sit there. try and, to like, mime it out. Yeah, basically. exactly.
0: Like lip syncing. Yeah, exactly. We'll lip sync in a
1: Because I've always podcast, had that yeah. idea about
2: teaching because people will, will sometimes criticize teachers and say like, oh, you do the same thing year after year. And there are some teachers that do that. So I thought like, what might be nice, the first, pardon me, the first year that I get a full-time teaching job, I'm just going to video myself doing all the lessons and then for the remainder of my teaching career just play DVDs of myself teaching. And then I mean whatever I mean by like twenty thirty it could be, be a hologram yeah exactly yeah. It'll be, uh, it, I'll have I'll, I'll convert it that'll I'll get it on <laughs> the uh, whatever the twenty thirty version of Groupon is I'll uh, I'll get my DVD to hologram converter well Blu-ray and, uh, to hologram right sorry yes Blu-ray to hologram yeah, yeah my apologies and um, yeah it will be great um, so yeah that was uh, that's a good for me this week I guess and uh, I would I would say if you're listening to the show you could come out to Abbotsford this weekend but this won't be out in time for tonight's show and tomorrow night's show is already sold out. So there you go. Go fuck Are, are yourself. they
0: scalping tickets or,
2: um, that would be super weird, but, <laughs> uh, possibly not outside the realm of possibility and appetite. Yeah, you know. Uh, so yeah, maybe if you want, you could, uh, stand outside the club and see if there's any scalpers. yeah <laughs> I feel like that would be a good goal to have, like to be big enough that people are scalping tickets to your show. That's a pretty cool like... Yeah, in Abbotsford.
1: Yeah, like that's
2: a pretty pretty cool goal to have, I think.
1: Yeah, I think the moral of the story though is if you listen to the show... Uh, whether if you're a stranger and you don't know us, uh, but you see us out in public or you're on Twitter or whatever, and you want to say nice things about it, feel free to do that. It's yeah. uh, it's yeah. very nice it when is. people do that. In fact, you don't even have to be a stranger. I find this with like people that I know quite well who apparently listen to the show all the time, but like don't ever tell me anything about it.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, that, that's always that nice. When you're, we're too. like 30 episodes yeah. in, and I definitely have that experience, too, where people are like, yeah, yeah. Um, Oh, yeah, I've been listening since the beginning. (laughs) Oh, cool. Thanks, man. It's been
1: 30 weeks. Why did you never say anything about it to me? I have explained
2: (laughs) multiple times on the podcast how to leave a review. (laughs) What the fuck are you doing? Get your shit together. Well, they're telling you in person, Yeah, all right? I guess that's true. And this took a
1: negative turn. I want to encourage people to be nice, not like chastise them for not doing it. And
2: also, if you know a lot about wrestling, uh, please stay tuned for the next (laughs) Biltmore Wrestling Trivia, where we will be happy to have you on our team. (laughs)
0: <laughs> we have a good review this week though too, don't we? We, we do, do, yeah. yeah. Like we maybe do. one of the nicest ones we've ever received. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so we could do that right now.
1: Yeah, let's. I was get gonna into say it. like I'm feeling pretty good about myself this week. Oh yeah, too, sorry, we as, I, we don't skip. Sorry, it's good for you, yeah. but it's all like show related things we had a lot of like really good review is kind of part of that in relation to the show and yeah the the review kind of teases that too so let's let's take a a brief dive into the itunes store if you want to help the show that's one way you can do it head on over uh, to the itunes store and leave a review for a segment
0: that we call sorry just in one second Can I just say, good for me, because I'm working at the toilet store now? Yeah, well, we were going to talk about that in a little bit, Oh, God, we have, like, a segment for it? Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Well, I already have the flush sound effects.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's very
1: true. A segment that we call, Review, Review.
0: Two very enthusiastic thumbs up.
2: (laughs) Five (laughs) stars? Disappointed! (laughs) This is
0: awesome! Worst episode ever.
1: This week's review comes to us from Snipes, Woo WG. And his review is entitled, Extremely Good. This show has become something I look forward to every single week. I legitimately get excited as soon as I see Stefan tweet, Sports questions, please. The fellas really hit their stride around 10 eps in, and now they are on an absolute roll. Just very easy and enjoyable to listen to. Can't wait to see what the rest of 2016 has in store. Much love from one of the number one fans since day one five stars that is so nice very very nice. very nice yeah
2: really nice i mean i will say they were a fan from day one and didn't like it until episode 10 so i'm not sure how <laughs> yeah, neither did i that. though yeah i guess that's true really it was it was a little torturous i, I do want to
0: <laughs> say that uh he says he gets very excited when uh when i post uh sports questions please well that
2: makes one of us <laughs> 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 i also think that like uh that maybe now you should just start dummy posting that just to like just throw, them off, people, to throw right? them off, just to throw like, them off oh, scent. it's a podcast, please. yeah, sports yeah. questions, please, and then you just you get like 150 sports questions, you just respond to one of them, <laughs> and then that's like your whole. That's well, we got we gotta cut this out now. Yeah, that's sorry. Yeah. The people who are gonna like get
0: tricked by the joke are like listening. But this, <laughs> this is this is
1: the perk of reading a, a review that might be construed as perhaps a little bit rude last week and, and going off on a rant about that because somebody felt inspired to make up for last week's fucking asshole <laughs> by leaving a, a just very kind review in the same spot. So we appreciate that.
2: We, they gave us a five-star review, man. I don't yeah, think it's they're really nice. an asshole. I mean... I get
1: I get why you're obsessed. I wanna be in a feud with someone, John. You're in so many feuds. (laughs) Like can't I just have
2: one please? Yeah, you can have one. I just don't generally feud with people who give us five star reviews or money, but that's just my that's my personal take. Speaking
1: of giving us money, we do have a Patreon donor to thank. this Oh lady. yeah, and they're a big time Patreon yeah, donor, a few right? Ways that we and can cash. help the show. Uh, one of them is heading on over to the iTunes store. The other one is to head on over to Patreon dot com slash Real Good Show. That's P A T R E O N dot com slash real good show and we do want to thank Layton O'Neill for doing that. Thank you, Layton. Uh, Layton. If this is who I think it is, which I believe I'm correct, I think he's from Anaheim and is a big fan of the Ducks, which makes sense because Layton O'Neill sounds like a character from the OC.
2: Yes, it does actually. (laughs) Or it'd be like uh, April O'Neill's brother. Yeah, um, there you go. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Which is about the highest compliment that I could pay it. I'm Perfect. trying to
0: think of like a Leighton joke here, but... Uh, oh, I got one. Uh, oh, no. No, I got one. Uh, better Leighton than never. Because I, I kind of <laughs> like made you it a little late. while. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. I knew it. I, I saw, actually had it yeah, before.
1: Yeah. And I could see where you're going. And I was pretending to not. It's very clever. Well, well done. thank you. Better I don't think I'm very clever, never. but... <laughs> Thank you, Leighton O'Neill, that was good. for supporting the program. Like we that. very much do appreciate it and uh, mentioned this last week, but we'll mention it again, especially to our American listeners. Uh, your dollar is worth so much more than ours, <laughs> so please donate to the show. Yeah. It means uh, like the difference between having electricity and not having it really especially in this house which is being devoured by squirrels one wire at a time <laughs> you know what i did i
0: put a uh, uh, there's like a little uh, thing in my room in like the the ceiling of the closet and you can like a panel you can lift it up uh just like see what's going on up there and i like stuck my phone up there and like left it on like a video recording for like an hour and a half to like see if anything like walked by and uh nothing did oh, oh. i know well, i was building That's it up. A very, no uh... i know but i'm what i'm planning on doing is like putting some peanut butter up there I just okay. want to see exactly what these squirrels look like. Well, you I mean, think like if there's like, like an this, opening
1: that they would jump down into your room. Well, no, but though. it's
0: basically like I, I prop it up just enough so that the phone sticks through. Like I kind of, I don't know. I, I, I guess this could end up with squirrels well, eating my phone. Yeah, you just or just have a room full of squirrels in the end. Not, yeah
1: Not the
2: worst though. Sounds like you got a lot of free time Well not anymore <laughs> Yeah I yeah. guess that's true Because yeah. now you're working At the toilet factory <laughs> it's not
0: actually a factory <laughs> <laughs> they, don't make, kind of... they don't make They don't make it Well as we set.
2: know And we I think we talked about this On the show before uh, There is a venerable uh, Vancouver institution show Called Talent Time uh, Paul Anthony hosts it It's a variety show Stefan you came I did. Uh, When I was a guest on the show A few weeks I did. ago I
0: did come when you were a guest On the show Well
2: it's And that is uh, pretty normal That's for why most you work people. At the toilet factory yeah. And uh, so so I think it's only fair that this segment be called Stefan Hex Toilet Time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so how's things at the toilet factory? Do we, do, do we have a song for this? Uh, well, hang on.
0: <laughs> uh, it's not a toilet factory. I work uh, counter sales at a wholesale plumbing company. Uh, it pays pretty well. It's called to, the toilet warehouse. It's called uh, toilet. It's like book warehouse, right? But, but, but for, for toilets, but for toilets, yeah. okay. well, the nice. toilet store from uh, the Anchorman reference. Oh, okay. remember the movie Anchorman? The, yes, the comedy. Yeah, yeah. The, so
2: like, if it's, so, you have like the book warehouse, which has the Dewey decimal system. So do you guys organize it by the Pooey decimal system?
0: Well the book the bookware is a bookstore so they don't use Yeah, though no, I know. Oh, but, but for the sake of the joke. But for the sake of the joke. We do use the pooy desk. Thank you. It's a heating place too. It's like plumbing and heating. Okay. So it's not all like poop. But it's kind And there's of like a a showers lot. as well. I don't know right. if do you poop in your shower.
2: Well, if the mood strikes. You could, right? Yeah, of course. I mean,
0: he doesn't drink, so I doubt he has. I've heard about someone getting a garbage disposal installed in their shower so they could eat in the shower. Oh my god. <laughs> Hey, I, don't I don't know, if, know those... if I would
2: enjoy eating in the shower enough to justify getting a garbage. Yeah, I think it would depend on like the type of food,
0: and it would have to be something that had like leftover aspects to it as well, right? right. Yeah. Like, I mean,
2: I enjoy like as I've said before, like I an apple. You could do an apple. Yeah, you could apple and, and then just it throw the core. It doesn't
0: matter if an apple gets wet.
2: Right. That's true. You know. I've said before that on the show that I don't drink, uh, but <laughs> I do enjoy. <laughs> I remember that episode. Yeah. No. I, no. You. I, yeah, well, you guys them. know though, because you guys are my <laughs> friends. You know that I don't drink, but I. Uh, I know that a lot of people that do consume alcohol enjoy uh, what's known as a shower beer, oh, and yeah. uh, I would say that it does hold, that. it does hold for soda as well. Like I do enjoy like a nice craft ginger ale in the shower. It is uh, it is I would assume just as satisfying as a shower beer.
0: Mm, I don't know about that. Tough to say. Well, well,
2: basically, when I'm done with my shower beer, I still make all the correct decisions. So,
0: well, I wouldn't make the correct decisions after the ginger ale either. I guess I'm that's not making true. it before the beer.
2: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I work but, at the toilet
0: factory. <laughs> <But> yes. <laughs> I just wanted
1: people to know that when I said like, oh we got a huge guest booked for the show next week, unfortunately Stefan can't be there because he's working at the toilet factory. That is
0: not a joke. Well it is it's like a it's an exaggeration. Like we, they don't make the toilets there. Yeah. It's uh it, it it's a wholesale it's a plumbing. Toilet company. storage facility. Basically, yeah, they
1: yeah. have
2: a lot of toilets there's a lot per of toilets. square foot. Yeah, there's a
0: lot of toilets. Yeah. Uh, my buddy ran over a rat on a forklift yesterday. Nice. Yeah. That was pretty sweet.
2: (laughs) That's another thing I learned about chicken farming from real good Joe is that, uh, his job is to transport the chicks right from when they hatch to the barn where they grow up in. And he said that they give the farm an extra 2% of chicks to make up for the ones that they step on.
1: (laughs) That's, terrible <laughs> oh my god he said it's
2: very normal because the chicks are so small and they're they're usually give them uh to the farm in loads of fifteen thousand. <laughs> so it's just like so, a truck so, filled, so it's like, just a truck full of chicks
1: so two percent is the significant
0: number
2: yes exactly. they're stomping
0: on them like they're cockroaches
2: uh no but he did say that you don't really notice it because <laughs> <it. laughs> oh <my laughs> <God. laughs> they're pretty small i'm just actually. picturing like
0: the truck door opening up and it's like the elevators and the shining but with like baby chicks instead of watching <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's basically like that. Yeah, two yeah.
0: percent of fifteen thousand is three
1: hundred. That's that right. Having stepped on. Well, yeah,
2: one percent is one fifty. You did it on your calculator. I could have just told you. Oh uh,
1: well, it's been a while since, <laughs> since I've been, i first been in saw school, you. Since I've been in school.
2: It's been a while.
1: Uh, this is ostensibly a sports program. We haven't no. sung "Stained" in a while. It's eh? been a while.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Jesus.
1: <laughs> is that the Sorry end? Sorry, the... We should go out. To no, sleep. no, it's
3: okay.
0: The toilet uh, time. Is... <laughs> I think so. So okay, anyone who wants to make a theme song and. Yerky 21, I mean. Yeah, Toilet but, Time or Toilet Tales. They both are good. Toilet Tales. We could do like a Duck tails takeoff. Toilet, toilet
2: Tales. Oh, woo! Do, 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 do. Then you'd have <laughs> Pooey, Pooey, and Pooey. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God.
0: <laughs> One of those puns doesn't count because you had a, a Dewey pun already. So I'm going to give true. you two out of three for
2: that because okay. you already kind of did a Dewey. Pooey, Poopy, and Pooey. Well, you can still say Pooey. I'm just not okay. going to. Yeah. Oh, you just it won't still give credit. It doesn't yeah. count okay. for extra. Yeah, exactly. Awesome.
1: Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, it'd be
2: Scrooge, Kalpak, and Pooey, Pooey, and Pooey.
1: (laughs) This is quite enough of that, I think. (laughs) Listen, I'm down. Especially if you have to go 45 minutes. (laughs) That's fine. Wasting all kinds of time in the toilet factory.
2: Well, that's what you do on toilets. (laughs) Pretty much. Waste time. Uh,
1: This is ostensibly a sports show.
0: Shall we talk about sports?
2: I like that you, every time we transition to sports talk, you use the word ostensibly. That's a good word. It's a great word.
0: We've used it once or twice per episode. It is a fantastic word. It's a
1: great
2: word. Ostensibly, this is a sports podcast. But we're
0: still not talking about sports.
2: Now we're talking about ostensibly. We talk yeah. about
0: sports at some point? Yeah, we Earlier? did. We talked about the show itself, which is about sports. Yeah. And we
2: talked about pooing, which for me is a sport. Yeah.
0: <laughs> competitive uh, And well, I talked about hockey at the uh, What would a competitive poo look
2: like? Would it be like size or speed?
0: I think it's got to be two. You got multiple categories. Yeah, right?
2: okay. So... <laughs> this is sports. We're talking about yeah. sports right now. This is sports. Because if you have competitive eating, I wonder if that'd be like a crossover. Competitive shitting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's this all the same guys? Joey Chestnut <laughs> will <that'll> dominate. <laughs> competitive.
1: Yeah, we're looking. You're looking for size, speed, consistency,
0: accuracy, oh, consistency, could color. You have, could you have accuracy, color,
1: and accuracy? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, like in the bowl or like a well, yeah, you'd be standing and you'd have to try and like. <laughs> hit (laughs) targets targets what is going on here i'm just
0: picturing kind of like the uh the nhl skills competition with the accuracy and they've got like a toilet with a bunch of a bunch of targets set up yeah that'd be great you're you're bent over and you're just trying to like shoot shit at the target it's
1: a big story that daniel sedin is not involved in the accuracy competition this year yeah because he would clean up Well, (laughs) Well,
2: he'd make kind of a mess. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I set it up. You knocked it down. Thank you very much. This was ostensibly about sports. Speaking of the All-Star Game. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: January is
2: officially... That was my all-time favorite two minutes of this show. (laughs) And
1: speaking of shit. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) January 2016 is officially John Scott month here on Real Good Show. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. Because I figure this makes it every single program in the month of January that we are now talking about John Scott and the All-Star Game, which yeah. is great. Uh, I really enjoyed the piece that he wrote this week for the Players' Tribune, yep. uh, which I'm sure you both read it. I did. Uh, I you know, glanced through it, Steamed. yeah. I, right. I
0: read a lot of tweets being like, it's good. I'm like, oh, that's probably a really good article.
1: Yeah, it was, it was wonderful. Him talking about the fact that you know like he might be the worst player in the NHL, but it's not like... This player, uh, this fan vote rather, was open to anyone in the world. Yeah, people were asked to vote of uh, you know seven hundred hockey players, the best seven hundred hockey players on earth, basically, yeah. and he's one of them, and he's there for a reason. So uh, I had a lot of respect for him reading that. Um, yeah. I would
0: argue that he's probably not one of the best seven hundred hockey players. The <laughs> wow. <team. Yeah. laughs> he's he's in the NHL. He's in the top like, f- yeah. But and, mean, the, and
1: he talks about like Austin being Matthews scared about fighting. Like you know, there's it's like he's having a great time. No, no, no doing what he he's has to do guy. to make his money right it's it's not the easiest uh, check you can cash
0: well now he's in newfoundland too so. uh,
1: yeah that makes it even more difficult but uh the
2: big well i think it's easier to fight in newfoundland <laughs> isn't it? they're all fucking drunk <laughs> the big
1: piece of news that came out of this was that the nhl uh tried to shame him out of the game uh specifically asking him do you think your kids are going to be proud of you for doing this which not only is, like, so completely inappropriate as a question. That's over the line. Like, that's really scummy to ask someone <laughs> yeah, that or basically yeah. is tell them, you know, tell anybody. John Scott, I don't care who it is. You can't, like, say, uh, if you do this thing that's completely inconsequential but we don't want you to do, your kids are going to be ashamed of you. Yeah. That's really fucking scummy. That's, like, a horrible thing. And is anyone
2: surprised, though? Like, is anyone surprised that the NHL front office did something scummy? And
0: I I thought it would be worse. I thought they'd be, like, uh, drop out of the (coughs) All-Star game or we're going to murder you. (laughs) Cut your
2: dick off. Yeah.
1: Well, John Scott was, like, you know, I, I saw their perspective when they were saying I don't belong in this game. They completely lost me when they decided that they get to tell me what makes my kids proud of me or yeah. not. Which good for him, uh, but also like unbelievable from the league. I just love that it's getting worse and worse <laughs> for them. And like,
2: like, yeah, they're they're loving, they're digging. We thought it was bad enough holes. when they like forced a trade. An
1: inappropriate question, but a completely misguided question. Also, if you were John Scott's kids, why wouldn't you be so proud of your dad yeah. for getting to do that? Because he
2: attacked Phil Kessel. <laughs>
0: I'd be proud of my dad if he did that. <laughs> well, also, we do have to keep in mind, and I'm just generalizing here, kids are pretty dumb. Yeah. Stupid, yeah. So they're not going to get that it's a joke. Yeah. They're going to be like, oh, he's in the All-Star. Uh, John Scott, if you're listening, your kids are smart, obviously, but I, like they're not going to get that it's like, you know, they're not going to get the whole gist of it, But right? he, he
1: wrote specifically about like when his kids become of age, yeah. uh, that they are playing hockey themselves. They will get to like for fun try on dad's all star gloves. Yeah, and like I th- I know a lot of people that got really emotional reading that. Yeah, I would count myself among them. Yeah. It's very affecting. Uh, it was, like you get emotional sweet. a lot.
2: You're a big cry guy. Well, I'm right? just
0: picturing a kid trying to wear his gloves
1: Fuck off, too. John. You're a
2: bi- <laughs> I like that we a big cry guy. Oh, is he a, are you a crying man? But he's not, a cry, he's not the crying man. No, he's no. not the crying man. He's a man. cool guy who is yeah. in
0: touch with his emotions. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Sensitive. Yeah. I mean, sensitive I watched man. Inside Out yesterday, and I was crying in a few parts.
1: Oh, that's yeah. a great movie. That movie is... Uh, yeah. yeah, that
2: movie gets you right in the right in the cockles.
1: Well, John night. Scott is getting people right in yeah. the feels right now. Yeah, exactly. absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. A, it's very nice to see him like, have this moment in his career. Yeah. Thank yeah. you
0: for bringing us back to John Scott, because I was about to go on like, a Pixar thing there
2: oh i would talk about pixar for hours this is a pixar podcast now. you know what's good about uh real good pixar um <laughs> uh oh now i lost it because i just got distracted by pixar again well oh, never mind
1: that's fine uh John yeah. you know john you could call him the good dinosaur
2: there you go. Hey, I like that. Although that
1: implies
0: that he doesn't like belong in the league. Yeah, that's true. But he's the size of a dinosaur. Yeah, it's just kind of so
1: weird. So kind of accurate, though. Yeah. yeah. Kind of weird for the, for the league to be like, this part of the game is essential and we're never getting rid of it, but don't you dare highlight it. Yeah. Don't you dare honor these people. They're trash. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Yeah, that doesn't make too much sense. And we didn't talk about this last week, but, you know, uh, Mark Bergevin, GM of the Montreal Canadiens, was specifically asked why he traded for John Scott when he immediately demoted him to the AHL and didn't get a useful piece back in that deal. It was like tenority for Scott was basically what it was from the Habs' perspective, which is a nonsense move. And he straight up said, oh, uh, I really can't say why I did that.
2: (laughs) Well, and also John Scott kind of insinuated in his article that Don Maloney, the Coyotes' GM, was basically like, well, my hands were sort of taut. Like, I couldn't really do anything about this one. Yeah. You know, like, so... Yeah, it's just... I know uh, a lot of
1: people were like, you guys might have been laying on the conspiracy theories a little thick a few weeks ago when you weren't here, John. But
0: I don't really think we were. No. I think the NHL this is is very shady. traded him. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, I think that was... I really felt like that was obvious to anyone with a brain yeah. what was going on. I mean, it's not... John Scott... Well, is these not, are our listeners we're talking Yeah, about. that's... Well, <laughs> fair. John Scott is not really a tradable player. Yeah. So he is not, you know, so that's what I mean. It's, it's just, it was, it was a situation that didn't make sense. And the coincidences were all too evident. And, uh, yeah, I mean whatever. It, I, I I'll say this that it seems like the players are really pumped that he's there. Uh, a bunch of them are taking pictures with him and he's been all over social media yeah. and having a great time. So He definitely had like
0: the most uh, reporters <clears> at his like <throat> press conference and Oh huge so,
2: scrum. Yeah. Yeah. So huge. good for him. You know what? I mean it's uh He's
0: good in scrums. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he was pretty good, yeah. Though, yeah, actually. Exactly. A lot of experience <laughs> there. Great uh, quotes. Yeah, so I mean I think Overall, like the the sad part is, for all the dumb shit the NHL has done, I think ultimately what happens this weekend is what's going to be remembered. You know, people will remember that there was a bit of a controversy, but I feel like because the players obviously like him. Uh, it's going to be great to see him in the breakaway competition tomorrow. Yeah. It's going to be great to see him play three on three. I'm sure he'll do some and, stupid stuff. And you just know that that'll be the overwhelming. I'm story, watching I now for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to watch too. it for, sure. for and, sure.
1: And you know, his line mates are going to be trying to set him up for a goal at every opportunity. Oh, oh totally. It's going to be great. Yeah. yeah. So, so, th-
2: so that's the thing. I think it's going to, it kind of sucks because I think the NHL deserves to get more shit for this one, but I honestly think they're getting the worst of it now. I think ne- this time next year, we're just going to be talking about how fun it was that John Scott was in the All-Star
1: Yeah, game. Yeah. And I've seen a lot of people being like, oh, two weeks from now, nobody's ever going to talk about John yeah. Scott again. Me
2: included. I tweeted that exactly.
1: I don't think so, though. This is pretty fun. This is going to stand the test of time. I'm excited for the NHL. We still but, like, talk about vote for
0: Rory. That's Well, we do.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: Canucks yeah. fans do. I, guess. I thi- like I think people will talk about it, definitely. I just mean like... I just don't think it's... It's obviously not going to be... Like, he was the number one trending topic in the world yeah. when his Players' Tribune article came out. Yeah. So, like, that's not going to happen. Yeah. You know. But, I, yeah, of course <laughs> no, people yeah, are going to remember. He's not going to
1: be the most famous hockey player on the planet. No. Ever again. Yeah, that's exactly. That's safe to say. Speaking of people with John Scott feelings, pleased to be joined on the line right now uh, by somebody who with a lot of John Scott feelings, I think it's safe to say. Uh, you know her on, on Twitter. as at Stace of Base. A huge fan of John Scott, a preeminent authority on Mr. Scott, I think it's safe to say. Stace, welcome to the show.
3: Thanks for having me.
1: Uh, Obviously, you can tell that uh, Stefan and John are definitely here with me right now, but they're choosing to remain silent out of uh, (laughs) reverent respect. So uh, please don't mind them. They would have plenty to say to you, I'm sure. And you're not that far down the coast from us. You're down in Seattle. So you can come Mm -hmm. visit at some point. Would love to invite you back, but you, while you're here for the first time, why don't I ask you about a man that you are an expert on, Mr. John Scott, NHL yes. All-Star. It's John Scott month here on the program, and I did not feel like we could wrap up without talking to both you and Mike Fale. It's like how mm-hmm. if there was like a discovery of some dinosaur bones we'd call like the paleontology professor at the <laughs> local university. You're basically that for like John Scott.
3: Very much. I am a historian on John Scott and his career. <laughs>
1: Now, as a Sharks fan, you would have been somebody who saw him play for your team. So, uh, you know, does that give you a bit of a different perspective on all of this in terms of the fanfare surrounding him? Because I would imagine that, uh, you know, we've got our own whipping boys up here in Vancouver that we don't much appreciate. I think it's a little bit different when it's actually a player for your team. Would you say so?
3: Well... When he first got signed with the Sharks, I was actually in Vancouver when this happened and I was just appalled. Just I knew that they were going to do something like ridiculous after it was 3-0 happen, but I didn't really expect John Scott to happen. I was thinking it was going to be like Matt Cook. <laughs>
1: Or like um, a, a Raffy Torres type, which they wound up doing also, right?
3: Well, Raffy Torres was um, probably there already. 2013, oh. yeah, trade deadline.
1: Right, right, right.
3: So he was there, but he was already pretty much a corpse <laughs> at that time. Um, so yeah, I was upset about it, and then um, I saw the Sharks play the Ducks. I think three times last season because I used to live down the street from Honda Center. Okay. And um, two of the times that I went to the game, John Scott ended up getting suspended from two of those games for doing things to Tim Jackman. The first one was like an illegal line change because Tim Jackman was trying to jump one of the rookies i can't remember which one but yeah he tried to jump him, and john scott got mad and just beat came the crap the out bench. of them yeah so he got suspended for a couple of games for that one and then um he got suspended again a couple months later because he head-butted Tim Jackman (laughs) and it was hilarious it was so good I don't care Ducks fans are still mad about it even though it's Tim Jackman like if Tim Jackman's out for a couple games like I would be kind of happy about it if he was on my team but apparently (laughs) Ducks fans they don't have any sort of logic (laughs) and then the third time I went and saw Ducks versus Sharks um John Scott was suspended because it was a week after that happened. So he
1: wasn't in that game.
3: <laughs> no, he What's was it? not in that game. Um, so by that point, I kind of like, I started to embrace it. Like I got the shirt. Um, there's a penguins blogger, Mike Darnay. And um, he got me a shirt that says John Scott fan on the back of it okay it's just, like it has the sharks logo on it and then it says john scott fan
1: with we're, like, the number the, 20 on it where like the name bar would be
3: yes um he got me that shirt and i did not fully embrace the john scott yet so it made me laugh and i kind of had a feeling that he was gonna send me something like that <laughs> and then um when i was watching the road to the stadium series thing because i was like one of four people that actually watched it <laughs> i started like noticing like that john scott was actually like a pretty cool dude and he was pretty funny
1: yeah i feel like those kind of series <laughs> like do the most to highlight what stars like the supporting kind of role player guys can really be as personalities yeah like like the breakout star of the first like 24-7 was like Pascal Dupuis Mm -hmm. so uh, it's not too surprising that that would be a big turning point for your John Scott (laughs) fandom
3: yeah, there was like a barbecue at Joe Thornton's house and everybody was there and he was the life of the party. Like everyone was around him. He was just telling joke after joke after joke like and I was like, I like this guy. Like and the, that's like where like it started happening and then he took that picture for Instagram of him wearing his shirt of him scoring his first goal of the season. And I was like, this guy is pretty amazing. And then I ordered that shirt like immediately as soon as I found out that it went on sale. (laughs) So at that point, I had two John Scott shirts. And yeah, I just kind of started to embrace it more. I think putting like that kind of he's a human aspect to it in the perspective, like, seeing, like, the stadium series play out and kind of seeing, like, how grateful he was to be a part of something like that. Yeah. And I just really liked him. And I already knew his background, that he was, like, a pretty smart guy and that he um, was an engineering major. And it feel like that's just so common with, like, all the – goons in the league
1: a lot of them come from like ivy league schools yeah like
3: westgarth being from cornell yeah and like george paris where did george paris go again
1: Uh, i'm not exactly sure but i'm inclined to say like harvard or something like
3: that yeah he i really truly believe that he went somewhere like that but i can't remember which school it was but it's almost like they like Princeton
1: he went to Princeton University there we go still there we go it's right up there
3: like he focused on school more than hockey and it would make sense because like the average good hockey player is just the dumbest person alive
1: yeah and these are the kind of guys who think that hockey is going to get them an education and not much else right like Mm -hmm. everything about their playing career winds up being very surprising to them. And that I think was one of the big things that came through in, in this piece that Scott wrote for the players' tribune earlier this week.
3: Yeah. That piece was just like gut wrenching. (laughs) Like, I feel like everything that has come out, like since this whole all-star thing, like every interview that he's done, like all the quotes and It's just, like, has ripped my heart out a little bit every single time. Uh,
1: Now, Mike Fale credited you on the show a few weeks ago as one of the people who instigated the original campaign to vote him into the All-Star game. Uh, (laughs) I believe you said that that's not not entirely true.
3: Well, I think what he was referencing to was, um, because it wasn't, like, for this part, like that was all, like, Wish and, like, the Puck Daddy people that did that whole big... Campaign, yeah. but last year when I was writing for Battle of California, I wrote a piece that uh, right before the All Star Game happened about how the All Star Game is stupid and that the only way that it would stop being stupid is if they brought in John Scott.
1: <laughs> so you so, bas- you basically <laughs> prophesized all of this a year ago then.
3: Yeah, um, when they. Reannounced that john scott was going to be in the all-star game i like looked at time hop and i looked at my article that i wrote a year ago and it was that article it was
1: exactly one year later yeah that is insane
3: it, it was kind of the best
1: <laughs> but um i want to talk about like the the idea that uh You know, I feel like a lot of the mainstream attention that this has gotten has focused on the fact that it had, like, ironic or, like, joke origins to it. I think at this point, no matter what the origins were, everybody's kind of turned the corner and this has become, like, a legitimate, like, feel-good, heartfelt thing. Do you feel like its origins perhaps is, like... uh, You know, uh, some people are calling it, like, bully voting, essentially. Kind of cheapens the the feel-good aspect that people are wringing out of it.
3: I don't even think it was that. It wasn't, like... I feel like, if anything, it was just unfortunate that he... He was the one that was basically the prop to a bunch of people saying, like, listen, the All-Star game is so dumb. Like... And nobody likes it, so we're just gonna, like, vote, and it's gonna be fun. Like, we want someone funny in it, because it'll make it interesting. It wasn't, like, trying to be like, oh, let's just, like, ruin this fucking guy's life. Like, that's what mainstream media thinks that we were the ones that got him traded to Montreal and then sent down. No, like we (laughs) just hate the system and hate how everything is. So I think it was more like the internet rebelling against it.
1: Well, I much in a sense, I much prefer that narrative. So thank you for leaning that way.
3: And like, even when that campaign was happening, because I was at work when it started, and I went on my lunch break, and I was like, what is all of this, like, crap about John Scott, like, going the All-Star game? And I saw that a bunch of people were, like, voting for him, and then I felt kind of uncomfortable. I was like, I don't know if I want to, like, participate in this, because, like... There is that
1: element of cruelty to it.
3: It, like, felt weird, and I, like, legitimately like him. (laughs) So, like, and I've liked him for, like, quite a while now, so I was like, I don't know. But
1: you'd previously made that turn, though. How does it feel to watch, like, the rest of the hockey world kind of go through the same opinion metamorphosis that you already did?
3: It's kind of crazy. Like, I can't believe that so many people have turned a corner on this guy where he was probably, like, one of the most hated people. Like, and I'm still not really sure why. Probably, like, the Kessel thing or, like, the Louis (laughs) Erickson thing. But, like, still even take away those couple things and it wasn't... I don't think... I can't think of any other like noteworthy like shithead thing. Like I would think that Rappi Torres like forever is like the worst person in the whole entire world. <laughs> like he's Hitler in the hockey world.
1: Oh, and what a sweet day today was on that front
3: too. I've had a really I had a good week.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You really did. And you get to cap it off. It's going to be an even better weekend because John Scott is in the All-Star Game once and for all. And uh, Stace, did you watch the All-Star Game last year?
3: Um, I watched the draft because that's always hilarious. And then I don't watch the rest of it.
1: Exactly. Are you going to watch the All-Star Games this year?
3: Oh, absolutely. I'm watching the All-Star Game. I am going to wear my John Scott shirt tomorrow probably the fan one and then i will wear his goal scoring shirt on sunday
1: oh perfect sounds like this will be the highest rated game in years and i think we all know whose responsibility that is
3: yes it is mine thank you <laughs> <laughs> i am a prophet
1: stace thank you so much for calling into the show uh, and people can find you online at stace underscore of base on twitter uh, San Jose Sharks fan, very, very funny. Thank you so much for coming on the program.
3: Thanks for having me.
1: No problem. And Stefan and John are obviously here also, and they will prove that by starting to talk again right now.
0: I'm excited for the NHL to, like, hypocritically embrace him and be like, oh, oh so
1: that's we planned, oh, definitely going to happen. Well, it's Benton really did... weird, though. You We're talking about the breakaway challenge tomorrow. And it's very strange to see all the players listed, and he's the only one that doesn't have a team name next to his name. It's yeah. really strange. Isn't he, he's just
0: wearing like a black jersey, right? Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. He's a black ace at the All-Star. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty unbelievable. For those of you that don't get that reference, typically NHL players that are scratched for the night will wear black jerseys in practice and are called Black Aces. So, yeah, everyone's going to be wearing their team jersey and John Scott will be wearing a black jersey with the NHL logo on it, exactly what a Black Ace would wear.
1: Speaking of a guy who might not be wearing his team jersey for a little while now, uh, we do have an indefinite suspension handed down before the All-Star break in the NHL, which will be settled after the break uh, because they don't want the news of this suspension, I guess, to just hang over the All-Star festivities. Oh, yeah. Yeah, who would want
2: that? <laughs> but uh, we There's are... nothing hanging over this All-Star game at all. It's <laughs> just going to be a totally normal affair. <laughs> we're, of course, talking about
1: <laughs> Dennis Weidman of the Calgary Flames. They were playing the Nashville Predators last night, mm-hmm. and uh, Weidman got himself in a little bit of hot water. Safe to say this wasn't last night. I guess this was on Wednesday now, a few yep. nights ago. Yep. Regardless, his bell was rung pretty hard. He took oh, a yeah. real solid check into the wall. He got up on his feet. Uh, Looked very dazed and on his way directly back to the bench a linesman happens to get in his way as he's trying to get off the ice He shoves him in the back hard into the boards linesman goes down for a little while Weidman looks uh, awfully guilty on the bench, and people, of course, all over the hockey world are absolutely losing their minds
0: over this. Uh, well, the lines have been, had to go to the hospital, too. Yeah. Yes, yeah. he did.
2: Yeah, yeah. it's been a great week for uh, hockey players that no one previously knew about <laughs> Dennis for $200. Weidman, Dennis Weidman's was. pretty good, though. I thought Dennis
0: Weidman was Swedish. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah, you thought it was Dennis Weidman. Well, no, I, th- I knew it was Weidman, but I was like, I, I was thinking, you know, what I'm thinking of is like Christian Backman. You remember that guy? Oh, yeah. I thought you were
2: thinking of like Tony Leudman. Like well, all that- the men's are like Swedish or Finnish. Yeah, usually. yeah, yeah. So that's
0: what I was. And Dennis seems like kind of a European name, but he's, yeah, he's from Kitch- he's from Kitchener, Ontario. Yeah, so, well, that's yeah. a shithole. Um, <laughs> It's where like my dad's entire side of his family is. Okay, I feel like well, I should protect it, Kitchener a little bit. Doesn't change that it's a shithole. Well, what about Waterloo? How do you feel about
2: Waterloo? Also a shithole.
0: Okay. Well, I'm not going to argue with you. That whole yeah. area is a shithole. Th- why does your dad not still live there? That's a good point. Exactly. He's probably <laughs> listening to this right now, just like nodding his head. Like, <laughs> why is my idiot son trying to defend Kitchener? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> have I not raised you properly? <laughs>
2: Clearly you not. Should hate have that town. <laughs> have you been back to Kitchener? Uh,
0: a few times. Yeah, so you yeah. know. I, I was just trying to be. Diplomatic.
2: Yeah, I understand there. you're trying to defend your dad, but
0: well, it's... no, I'm just trying to defend the hometown. Right. I, mean, I don't. Yeah. Regardless, Dennis Wideman. Let's get <laughs> is
1: back. Is that? To is that?
2: you know, but you weren't born there. No, I was no, born there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: yeah. Wideman hit the ref, and a lot of people are being very cagey about the language they use in describing this incident. Darren Dreger was like shaming people on Twitter for being like a violent hit against a referee. That's a bit of a
0: bit of a steep. Darren Dreger right shames. He's just the most holier than thou guy, too. <laughs> like. I fucking hate Darren Dreger. Yeah, he's
2: a... Yeah. He Well, Darren Dreger is from Whitby, which says everything you need to know but about you Darren know, Dreger. Th- we could have I'm just a- going to pick on all the suburbs of Toronto in order. <laughs> we could have tonight. a
1: contentious debate about this right here on the show, though. We could. We got some mixed feelings on this. We do. And
0: uh, in, in the group chat last night.
1: Yeah. It got yeah. a little
2: heated. Yeah. In the group chat. Yeah, exactly. I, I think all cast... Ironic, a conversation about the flames got heated. <laughs> I
0: don't know if that's actually ironic. I think well, it's like the opposite. That's like what you'd mm-hmm. expect. Well, if if they were called like the freezies, I guess. Well, there is a sort um, of there's a
1: Morissette in the room on the conversation. So, you know, uh, using the word ironic, completely wrong is not entirely out (laughs) of the ordinary here. Uh, True. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, uh, you know, I I tweeted the other night that one of my favorite things about hockey Twitter is like when they decide that they can ascribe intent and someone's mental state to like a three second gif that they Mm. saw on Twitter. It's just hilarious to me, but John, you apparently want to do just that. Well, so, so do
0: I. I'm on John's side.
1: Here. Yeah, I yeah.
2: think that you, you. I think you should be. I think you should be burnt and sent to hell. This is horrible. I think you should be just fired into the sun, <laughs> twenty games minimum.
1: Because he definitely smoked the ref on purpose. <laughs> yeah, in your opinion. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, do- I, I
2: think because people are saying like, okay, he had his bell rung, whatever. That doesn't explain him shoving the ref yeah there's a huge difference between like hugging him or being like oh he's in my way all of a sudden i'll hug him like he wasn't skating fast that was the thing like we've been pointing to uh we've talked about an incident that happened justin for the team that you broadcasted last year where the kind of a similar situation happened the player ended up being suspended for you said 30 games
1: yeah it was a player uh in the bchl for the team that i happened to work for in that league last year they'll go unmentioned um you know, if you're a listener of the show, you know what we're yeah, talking Yeah, exactly.
2: About but uh, in that situation, we watched the clip. He's skating pretty quickly. Yeah, and, and, it, he's, and he's, he's
1: trying to race down an icing call. Yeah, exactly. And he, so, he sees that the icing gets waved off. The net is empty. Goalie's pulled. So he's trying to win the race to that puck. He does a shoulder check backwards to see if there's anybody coming in to hit him as he goes for the puck. And as he turns his head back, the linesman is right there in front of him. And he just instinctively puts his arms up to you know cushion the blow yeah and if you just see the vine of it yeah it looks horrible right because you're only seeing the like four seconds that make that look extra bad it doesn't show the uh but see so
2: that's the thing the difference between that situation where to me whether or not uh the player in question was guilty uh he's going fast so he has a case for being not guilty because he's going fast the linesman gets in his way i'm i ref hockey myself I've definitely been in situations where I've got hit by players. I've got hit by sticks. I've got hit by pucks. It's not that easy to get out of the way all the time. That's part of the thing. Weidman is skating approximately two miles per hour. There's no reason for him to deck the linesman in that situation. And I I mean, I can't speak for his mental state. Okay. But I just think that like if you're I can't imagine a scenario where you're concussed to a level where you can skate and stand, but you can't identify a black and white striped jersey from a white and yellow jersey. The,
1: the overhead angle does make it look like he's caught more by surprise than the, right. the stand. I've only one. seen the, yeah. um, that like he just kind of looks back and then immediately kind of yeah. checks the guy. Now, it is a, a straight check. He definitely shoves him from behind. Yeah. And, As a league, no matter what his excuse is, no matter how valid it might be, uh, you still have to do something about this because you can't have people just decking officials and then saying that you're, you know, a little feeling a little wobbly or whatever. Yeah. Because if it's, you know, you don't want guys just doing it and then feeling that there's an excuse you can use to
0: get away. Yeah, from if it. didn't get suspended, Burroughs would do that, like, next game.
2: <laughs> yeah, guaranteed. And then, and then make fun of the linesman's but, drinking problem. But
0: to me, like, I don't believe he had
1: any intent that he was, like, definitely going to deck the ref on his way back to the bench. Because why would he do that? It doesn't make any sense. I'm going to
0: just take things a little further here than John.
1: The crime has no motive.
0: I'm going to take these a little further and say that Weidman has been planning this out (laughs) for decades.
1: (laughs) Nice,
2: like uh, like the fan scenario, like a the fan type scenario. Is that the one with De Niro? Yeah, Yeah. Wesley Snipes. Yeah, there's a lot of planning. Uh, Well, here's the thing: I think that, like, again, as a hockey player uh, and someone who's played sports his whole life, I think that you, like, in the corner, you may not even think like... Because, yeah, you're right. He doesn't like skate across the ice and smoke the linesman. It wasn't like that uh, Junior A hockey clip we saw where the player like comes out of the frame and is like skating across the ice and smokes the linesman. Or no, the linesman punches him or whatever, yeah. that whole thing. But like... This is a
1: different Junior A
2: incident. Yeah, 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 one different, we one, yeah different Junior A incident. Is in,
1: this is in Ontario. This Ontario. a few weeks yeah. ago. And it's even yeah, exactly. crazier. It's
2: crazier, yeah, because yeah, in the trainer. Anyway, but... um Somewhere. So, yeah, he didn't like get hit... And then go, there should have been a penalty and skate to the linesman and look like he's going to run him over. But I also think you can make a snap decision. When you're skating to the bench, you're kind of wobbly, you're kind of pissed off, then all of a sudden the linesman right is right in front of you and you go, ah, oh, I'm just going to shove him. And maybe he didn't mean to shove him down to the ice or whatever, but um, I actually thought I don't agree with him a lot. And of course, being a Leafs fan, I have a very strong personal bias against Carey Fraser, uh, the former NHL referee. But he writes a great column for TSN, and he talked about how the issue for him was the shove, was the push off that like he felt like the speed Weidman was going, the angle that the the angle at which Weidman was going at him. He could have just, like, kind of moved the ref out of his way, like, sort of grabbed him by the shoulders, even just slightly push him out of the way or hug him or whatever, because that's usually what happens. When you see guys look up, they see the ref, they go, oh, shit, yeah, and they kind of, like, hug or try to stop the ref from going down or whatever, And in this case, he doesn't make any attempt to do that. He clearly shoves him in. Like cross-checks. Yeah, exactly. And that's what Kerry Fraser said. He's like, for me, that's where I have the problem, and that's why he needs to be suspended.
1: Uh, Kristen Odland of the Calgary Media talked to Dennis Wideman after the game. She tweeted afterwards, a quote from Dennis Wideman on hitting linesman Don Henderson, I was just trying to get off the ice, and at the last second, I looked up and saw him. I couldn't avoid it. I didn't know where to go or how to get him out of the way. Or how how to get out of the way of him, rather. So yeah, but he
0: could have grabbed him though. I, yeah. I agree with John on that. Or stepped like, stepped out of yeah. his way. It's kind
1: of instinctive though, right? You're not expecting to to run into a, a referee in the, that position.
0: But the instinctive thing, even even then,
2: like I don't. Yeah, think to you're... me, I don't like my instinct wouldn't be to cross. If
0: your if your instinct is to cross check or hit
2: someone like that, then mm, yeah, I then... just
1: think if if he has a concussion in the end, then my degree of leniency in this case. Is much stronger. And I just don't understand how someone could just like jump straight to, oh, yeah, he's definitely had malicious intent and definitely meant to deck. Like, it doesn't make sense. No one would ever do that. I think the NHL uh, should, uh,
0: they should make concussions illegal. Sh- you shouldn't be allowed to get a
2: concussion. <laughs> That's a good idea, actually. That I would solve a lot they, of their yeah, problems. Like- uh,
1: and just to, one more note on this Phil Hughes, pitcher for the Minnesota Twins. Uh, on his Twitter the other day, said, can I get some Weidman hot takes? And a guy jumped in and said, uh, you know, he was so concussed uh, how, after getting his bell rung in an open ice hit that as he skated back to the bench, he would have actually just gotten onto the bench of the opposition team had a teammate not actually stepped in and stopped him from doing that. Mm. So, th- like, the fact that you just don't know... What this is like this is a Pruder film. Kinda, it's, there's an open possibility yeah. for that. I'm not willing to be like, this guy's a piece of shit. Oh, I am.
2: But, oh, I totally
3: am,
0: yeah. 100%. F- friend of the show, Jesse Farrar, uh, did want to weigh in on this as well. And he's, he just says he's mad that uh, Weidman stole his jersey idea. Because Jesse just wants to wear a jersey <laughs> this is says Man on the back. Is he fat? Oh, he, Jesse's my friend.
2: That's not what I asked.
0: <laughs> he's, uh, he's a bigger guy, I guess. Okay, he, I wouldn't say he's fat. Right, okay. He's bigger than me. I mean, most people
2: are. That's true. Yeah, that's not, you're not an accurate comparison no. to, no, to like, you're not the judge. Oh, you're bigger than Stefan while well, you're probably fat. <laughs> okay, so, but he's a bigger guy. So yeah. he, he wanted to wear Wide Man. Yeah, that's, that's the joke. But yeah. I'm guessing that, like, in his case, he would want to take Wide Man 6 and add a 9 and be <laughs> Wide Man 69. Can, you,
1: yeah, maybe. I, I mean, mean it it just that's a bit ostentatious. S- it seems, well. seems, seems like it's, you know, his kind of thing, though. Seems right? a good fit. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of people <laughs> hitting people that they're not supposed to, let's take a trip now to the wild world of the NBA, nice. where there were a pair of incidents in Toronto of all cities this week. One uh, on hot the, up in the six on the amusing side. One not so much. And this uh, one we'll start with the, the, with the bad one first. For sure, it's let's a little it difficult in. for me uh, because it involves my favorite player on my favorite team, uh, and that would be Blake Griffin of the LA Clippers, who this week broke his hand. Punching an equipment manager repeatedly in the face outside of a Toronto I, I restaurant. I thought this was the funny one. Uh, booze <laughs> probably involved here. I believe it was a situation where like, some lighthearted teasing escalated into a violent confrontation. Well, What do you think the equipment manager said to him?
0: Because I have two theories. First.
1: Oh, got,
2: okay. I also have a theory. I got two theories. Here's my theory. Uh, Blake Griffin. Here, here's my reenactment of the incident. This is Blake Griffin talking. What the fuck? I told you for the last time, I'm not jumping over that car right now. And then he punched him in the That's face. That's a good – That, that was
0: good,
1: yeah. Because yeah, uh, they were probably out of the bar and some people came yeah, over. Yeah, exactly. Like, hey, I got yeah. a sweet car outside. Yeah. I've got just I've like got over a key, yeah. dunk over this car yeah. or whatever? Kia like, Sorento.
2: Yeah, exactly. There's Sprite. There's Sprite in the, in the driver's side if you want to check it out. You
1: can reach in through the sunroof and grab one as yeah. you're
0: doing a flip over the top. Yeah,
2: exactly. Of the
0: Justin, do you have a theory? Uh, no, not really. Okay, well, I have two. So number one is that uh, the equipment manager said that Dwight Howard was funnier than him. <laughs> <laughs> and number two, theory. number two is that, you that
2: maybe he was like, oh, your Space Jam live read wasn't in. Yeah, exactly. It, I, th- think I think if, if
0: someone said Dwight Howard was funnier than me, I would kill them.
2: <laughs> OK,
0: so anyway, I don't think you actually you threaten yeah. to kill a
2: lot of people on this well, show.
0: I, I, it's all I can do. I yeah, just like kind of I, I, I won't actually like do things. Yeah, yeah, I guess
2: that's true. Like you wouldn't win a fist. Like for you, it has to be like a shooting killing is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. I, could, like, I
0: think I could probably stab someone to
2: death. Or that too, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I'd have like to, have to a you, weapon. Yeah, you can't or just half halfway. Or it would
0: have to be like a kid or like an invalid. <laughs> <laughs> <God>. <laughs> uh my right. second theory is that he called him Glake Briffin.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's I mean well, that's as good of a reason yeah. as any. So I think uh, I rest my case. If this someone called uh, me if someone called me Con Jolin, uh, I would be I would be infuriated. Yeah. This is just,
1: I'm very conflicted on this because like obviously it was a dumb thing of Blake to do, and he's going to be injured for the next like four to six weeks. But he broke his hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. dumb idiot. Just very <laughs> stupid. Uh, and you know violence is is never the answer, except wow. though Matt Barnes would would tell us sometimes violence is the answer, and I don't regret anything, and that's a former teammate of Blake. Blake. Blake Griffin. So there you go, right there. Uh, But uh, you know, Blake's a very funny guy. He's a very likable personality in the NBA. um, And I I hate it when like guys that I really love to cheer for uh, in any sport on any team get involved in in incidents like this. At the same time, I feel like there's uh, almost like a deeper like, being sports mad or sports sad about this because it's, like, a team official that was the victim of his violence. Because if this was, like, an NFL player who just, like, randomly beat the shit out of some random civilians at, like, a bar over the weekend, I think we'd all just be like, oh, yeah, whatever. Well, yeah, know, yeah, they're going to do that from time to time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it happens. Like this is But with th- this, it's like you know there's going to be, like, awkward awkwardness in the future. Yeah, and he's right? got to,
1: like, try and make it up to... Yeah. The, the, the team and, yeah. The, and the guy who has like a very badly swollen face. Yeah. Uh, and it's just like, you know, just got to take his
0: lumps Well, I don't think there's, the there's no such thing as like a goodly swollen face. Yeah, <laughs>
1: I guess not. <laughs> but I don't know. The way it was being described, it sounded like he looked like he'd been like stung by bees or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
0: This isn't that
1: funny though. I don't know why. We're all out, no, funny, it is no. kind of funny. What was the second funny one? Uh, the other thing that happened in Toronto was that Robin Lopez, of course, the official NBA player of real good show, took his uh, mascot brutality tour on the road to Toronto. The Raptor was his victim this week, and uh, they set it up. It was like uh, you know a big play put on display before the game started. The Raptor was doing a crossword puzzle out on the court. And there was a bonus question that, was, that said, best NBA player with the last name Lopez. <laughs> and it had five empty spots. And the Raptor looked right at Robin Lopez and said, oh, of course. And then he wrote, bro. bro- <laughs> <Yeah>. oh, that's <laughs> <amazing. the> crossword. <laughs> and then Robin Lopez picked up the crossword puzzle and broke it over his head before <laughs> dumping him on the floor. So, uh, not an, a great audio clip on that. I wish there was, but uh, that you know potentially could have been our clip of the week. We do have a good week. clip of the week. What though. a great
2: guy that Robin Lopez!
1: Yeah, yeah, he's he's really providing some quality family entertainment everywhere he <laughs> yeah, goes. Absolutely. In oh, your area. your
2: kid, your favorite part of the game for your kid is the mascot. <laughs> I'm gonna beat him up. Yeah,
1: for kids who are scared of mascots in particular, I bet your favorite player is Robin <laughs> Lopez. They've
2: got that in common with Real Good Show. <laughs> Our clip of the week this
1: week, however, comes to us from the world of tennis Where Novak Djokovic had to deal with something that, John, I'm sure you have to deal with from time to time I've heard it a few times, in your yes In your comedic career
2: Absolutely uh, a
1: Heckler was trying to uh, give him a hard time at the Australian Open last night And uh, we will hear how he handled just that in this week's clip of the week
3: Sorry, everybody's uh, laughing, I just want to hear what did you say No, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. Please be quiet. What did you say? Okay, thanks
1: buddy.
3: (laughs) Uh, No more drop shots, huh?
0: I hate to say that, but uh, you are absolutely right.
3: (laughs)
1: Always good when you, in the end, agree with your heckler. Yeah, Djokovic <laughs> yeah. seems like
0: he's got a pretty good sense of humor about himself.
2: Definitely, definitely does. I, I, yeah, no- Novak is such an interesting guy because I feel like he kind of vacillates between this guy that feels underappreciated uh because he's playing in an era with federer who's like one of the classiest players of all time nadal who's arguably the most entertaining player of all time and he i think feels at times that he's kind of been lost in the shadows a little bit of that so he has this kind of fire to him that comes out at times Where he feel, where you get that sense that he feels a little under respected, but then he also has these great moments where he uh, makes fun of people on the court. He had another great exchange with Patrick McEnroe earlier where Patrick McEnroe was wondering why Novak kept moving during their their interview. He noticed that they had started at mid-court and ended up near the baseline, and Novak politely explained to Patrick McEnroe that he was uh, a close talker, and uh, was a, it was a little bit disappointing uh, for him to be that close to Patrick McEnroe all the time, so he had to spend his interviews moving backwards. <laughs> um, so yeah, so great. Like, yeah, definitely has an awesome sense of humor, and uh, a lot of people are saying that his first First two sets against Federer were the greatest tennis they've ever seen played. Um, and uh, he seems to be uh, just capable of so much. So. Uh, great player to watch, and yeah, great sense of humor. And
1: he's got the word joke right in his name,
2: so all perfect. the better
1: that he's able to masterfully handle heckles. You'd have to be, right? Yeah. Uh,
2: but and yeah, sorry, Justin. Just further to your point, um, a lot of people do during my shows yell "No more drop shots." So it's <laughs> uh, it is nice. They're that talking
1: about like
2: Jagger bombs, Jagger bombs, yeah, yeah. Exactly. that sort of thing, yeah. yeah. Because yeah. I do a lot of them, uh, <laughs> and then I'm so drunk I can't control myself on stage. Or you took an They're un- like, hey, no more drop shots. Yeah. That's we- the weight staff though. Usually, yeah, those. exactly. <laughs> or you exactly. took an
0: unwarranted shot at uh, the concept of like dropping things. It was like a shot at. Uh, You've, done
2: a You've done better. You've done better. I
0: don't know if I have. Cut this one out. <laughs> I feel like I want
1: to make sure your brand is still strong. (laughs) Strong brand. Uh, Before we move on to the Twitter mailbag this week, we do have a couple of stories that we wanted to get to from the world of the NFL because we have not been talking about football too much on the show over the last few Considering weeks. Considering the Super Bowl is coming out. Yeah. I mean and my favorite team is in the Super Bowl this year, which two years ago was a huge deal to me, and this year is kinda like I don't really care about football very much this season. Is yeah. this Denver? Yeah. Okay. I'm why proud. are they your favorite? Just <laughs> always loved the Broncos back in the day. Like in the John Elway days. Yeah. Peyton Manning is also my favorite player. So I had to suffer through <laughs> the you know, the shitty quarterback years. Yeah. Kyle Orton. Yeah. Brian yeah. Greasy. Oh, I don't even know why they traded for Orton. Like yeah, how- it was so, Cutler, so stupid. Cutler for Orton, one for one, is like the dumbest trade. Uh, it was bad right from the beginning. Well, do you know, John Elway is
0: no... a uh, personal friend of mine.
1: Really? No.
2: <laughs> it's no Nazlin Stoyanov, but yeah, uh... I
1: guess, I guess. But, uh, you know, you just kind of always knew you were getting junk back in return right from the get-go. Then, of course, the Tebow years were horrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and then they went out and got my favorite player. So it was a match made in heaven. I was
0: very happy with that. But I'm just kind of disgusted with the NFL in general, so I haven't really been following it very much. Fair enough. Uh, I do want to say that the day after the Super Bowl this year for BC is a provincial holiday. That's right. Which I just realized today. That's insane. That's no. like what it should be. like everywhere. In America, Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, it's surprising that, that the province of British Columbia is leading the charge yeah. on that.
0: It's family day the next day. Yeah, that's what right, holiday is which called. is
2: a great time to spend with your family. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to move. And yeah. full of chicken wings. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but uh,
1: there was a story that involved the Broncos. We'll get there in just a moment. We're going to start down in Seattle where uh, Russell Wilson tried to work his way back oh. into the good graces of his uh, former flame. Uh, musician Sierra, they're still, yeah,
0: no, they're still together. I'm pretty, sure, together? They're, I'm pretty yeah. sure
1: they're still together. They are, right? well, yeah, yes, they are. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's I was going to say, I think they're. Still and together. Uh, yes. yes, Wilson took to Twitter on Woman Crush Wednesday uh, to let her know that she is the light of his life, and he wrote, "Woman Crush Wednesday hashtag WCW. I kissed her and she had honey sweet lips that were lilac soft with a loving and affectionate personality." At Sierra, with a photo of her also. <laughs> And then an intrepid Twitter user, uh, Natalie Weiner, or Weiner, who knows, Weiner, we're going to go with Weiner. Yeah, let's go with Weiner, that's funnier. Uh, (laughs) She looked up (laughs) describing a beautiful woman on Google, and the very first result, hit number one on that search is, she had honey sweet lips,
0: they were lilac soft. So, nicely done, Russell Wilson. There's another one on Instagram, too, they just found another one where he says, uh, hashtag WCW, her hair plunged over her shoulders and it was midnight black. And then from the same website, her hair was midnight black and it flowed over her shoulders. Her <laughs> hair was coal black and it plunged over her shoulders. So he combined the two different ones. Well done. Amazing.
2: Yeah. I mean, this is the thing that like... He's a robot. He is a robot for sure, uh, powered by nanobubbles. And um, <laughs> <laughs> and they. Uh, this is like, as a high school teacher, this is exactly what we do. Uh, all the time and it's amazing how many kids don't understand that we also have google because you know you'll 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 be especially as an english teacher you know what your students writing looks like so to go to a website copy it i mean normally you know like your student will hand in something you'll be like okay They did not write this. They're a career C-plus student. This is A writing. You just type the first sentence of it into Google. Oh, here's where they got their essay from. Like, this is exactly what I do in my job. And it's amazing that Russell Wilson didn't figure that someone (laughs) would possibly figure that out. Like, the first result on Google. Like, at least hit page 8 or something like that. (laughs)
0: Here's my favorite uh, reply to that tweet. Is from uh, Black Excellence at D-Man. Lilac soft, fam. You play football. What is this bullshit?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Ah! (laughs) That is a great reply.
1: Our second NFL story this week uh, comes from the pages of the Monday Morning Quarterbacks, Robert Klemko, who uh, was talking to the members of the uh, defense for the Denver Broncos that uh, gave Tom Brady a real rough ride last weekend. And uh, we have this choice quote in particular talking about uh, how many times they were able to sack Brady in the game. In fact, one Bronco literally wanted to sack him in more ways than one. I tried to lay on him a few times, said one Broncos rusher after the game. I tried to rub my nuts on his face. And most people are assuming that Von Miller said that, as he is quite fond of uh, gyrating his hips and yep. doing all sorts of penis-related taunting. So, probably a safe bet on that. Uh, Me too. But <laughs> if I have
2: to des- if I had to describe my taunting in one word, it would be penis-related. <laughs> <laughs> and that is one word. It's hyphenated because I know people listening are going to be like, "That's two words," but it's not. It's one.
1: That's a great quote to give out on the condition of anonymity, too. Look, I'll tell you this, but. Uh, I'm not even gonna say it stays between you and me. You can print it, but uh, I don't want my name attached to it. I tried to rub my balls all over <laughs> that guy's face. <laughs>
0: it's gorgeous. His balls remain between him and Tom Brady. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's <laughs> awesome. This is where we need that snot song. My balls, your chin.
1: There was still, for the longest time you were singing that as a sound check before every
2: episode. Yeah, true, I know. Yeah. And so now we. This is like you the perfect time. I brought nice it back. Throwback, yeah, yeah. exactly.
1: Yeah, vintage, real good show.
2: My balls.
1: Well, I'm sure we will probably Your talk chin. a little bit about Cam Newton on the show next week in advance of the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. Bowl. Yeah, absolutely. We may have some special guests. And we'll do doing. a Super Bowl breakdown, I think, the week afterwards also with yeah. the, with a special guest. Fingers crossed. Yeah. So uh, I, I love how that we promised all these like special guests over the next few months. And the first episode after making that big tease, it's... Just the three of us. So
2: just the three. of well, us. we had, hope ju- we had Jesse used,
1: Farrar. Hope, well, yeah, he he made a contribution. Yeah, he, he was great, it, though. Yeah.
2: Uh, we can make it if we try. <laughs> just the three of us. We do actually have some
1: very good guests coming. You out. and yeah. me and I. Very exciting. Yeah, we got uh, some good
0: news today about one of them.
1: Yeah, and you won't have to wait too just long. F- the for some hours. of the big ones. Uh, though there is one guest who specifically said he is going to come on in about three months' time for a specific episode number and no sooner. That's uh, so
0: that's the, the... That's the big fish. Yeah. That's quite the catch. That's, that's, the, the, hint, that's the hint you're giving. I'm your very excited.
1: Yeah. About some of our, our listeners will figure this out. Yeah. If you've been listening from the start, you know what's up. You know what's going down. We've probably told some of you. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to yeah. be good.
2: Well, yeah. We'll tell you if you ask, probably. Um I just noticed all our names end in N. Oh, that's kind of cool. kind of never noticed that That's before. interesting.
0: We should talk about that. Just
2: the three of us. <laughs> our names all end with letter N. Just the three of us. We, do, right we have some really this. good questions. Justin, yeah. John Steffens. John,
1: you have to go in about 10 minutes. Yeah, I know. So we got to get going here. i, go, I t- got to go in
2: less than 10 minutes. Dive into the voice. Twitter
1: mailbag right now. It's
2: letter time. It's letter
1: time. It's,
2: it's. It's letter time!
1: What am I reading? Dude.
2: Down, Dude. down,
1: down out. Next question.
2: Yeah, we missed the middle part, that's, that's okay. fine. It's we, good. We it's, it's, a, this is perfect. I yeah. love it. Awesome. Let's do this.
1: Stefan, what do we got this week? Uh, this is
0: from at Don's Lawn Salon, and he asks if <laughs> PGA player Aaron, <laughs> Aaron... Are you laughing at his name? <laughs> Don's Lawn <laughs> yeah, Salon? Yeah. How could you not? You're going to laugh at this question, too. He asks if Aaron Baddeley, the, the golfer, married Natalie Gulbis, do you think she'd have to change her name to Natalie Baddeley? <laughs> Uh, I yeah, we're not going to go into depth on in that. That's just a great question. Just obviously yes.
1: Yeah. Of course.
2: Are they dating? No, he's oh, uh, okay. Well, they might be actually, but
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Natalie Battley.
2: Uh, that one. sounds like a um,
1: like that a, Am- Amelia like a, Bedelia. Yeah,
2: I was going to say like yeah. the star of a children's literature. Yeah. Like, Natalie Battley and the No Good Day. <laughs>
1: This one comes to us from uh, From the Backline podcast. Ah, yes. Uh, Whitecaps podcast here in I Vancouver guessed it on this week. That says, after his appearance on our show, does Cullen the comic think we have a shot to be the worst podcast on the planet?
2: Yeah, because what happened was so. This is a, a Whitecaps podcast that I guessed it on this week and uh, had a great time with uh, with the hosts Jorge and Mark and
1: um who I listen to the show. Okay, and, and Mark has like a buttery smooth voice. Oh, I know, right? And then you've got Jorge with like that just Spanish flavor also. Yeah, and uh, you know together it's like uh, you know when you have like chocolate and chili in the same <laughs> dish, like a spicy <laughs> chocolate. That's what the two of them combined. I think they'll like that. They'll like yeah. that
2: compliment. Yeah, it was a <laughs> nice... Uh, it was a fun show to be on. Uh, but I told them on the show that uh, that we described ourselves as the worst podcast on earth. And they took exception to that uh, and said that they felt like they were the worst. Um, and to that, I say that they have a sound engineer. And o- Justin obviously does it for us um, and does a great job. But the fact that they have someone come who doesn't speak and just sits there and does sound automatically puts them ahead of us to be fair we've had an
1: offer from a listener to come do that for us i just think it's already hard enough to coordinate schedules with the two of you yeah. never mind adding a third idiot into the mix also yeah uh, oh fourth idiot yeah fourth idiot. <laughs> yeah come on of course. like of course. Are you calling yourself not an idiot well we're yeah, all idiots here. i guess so i guess so yeah uh this question comes to us from DJ Laidback Luke who asks, do you think Left Shark will do any viral memes at this year's Super Bowl? That shit is frickin' epic.
0: Well, I sure hope so because yeah. as we all know, I'm a huge fan of Left Shark who is uh the Right Shark was like funny, but just funny because it was like a shark dancing, but the Left Shark was funny because it was like not dancing. I don't know if you remember the Left yeah, yeah, Shark, I you know? I but he couldn't dance very well. Uh, and especially in comparison, like, the right shark knew what it was doing, and it was going along with the the moves and stuff, and the left shark not so much. I, I
1: really think he'll be there, too, because Coldplay is the halftime uh, talent yeah. at the Super Bowl this year. They know that there's a lot of heat on them, that there are a lot of people on the internet who hate the fact that Coldplay is playing this halftime show. They're going to have to win people over, and I can... Already here in my head, Chris Martin just like taking a pause from like playing piano and just leaning into the microphone and being like, "Ladies and gentlemen, Left Shark," <laughs> and he'll be there and he'll be dancing to uh, you know that new Coldplay song
2: or whatever. Yeah, whatever it's called. It's called, it called every other Coldplay song. <laughs> um, yeah, I think if if Coldplay didn't do that, it would be very cowardly. In fact, you could call them yellow.
0: All right. Oh, my God. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> this is Thank from uh, Connor Nealon, and he asks, uh, would you rather be the home run derby pitcher, the goalie in the NHL skills competition, or the prop in the NBA dunk contest?
2: Oh, I don't want to be the prop in the NBA dunk contest because that usually means their balls are touching some part of your head.
0: Yeah, face. but you're also on TV, and like you're like at the centerpiece sort of, right?
2: Uh, I'm going to be on TV. Like, as a comedian. Well, no, but
0: I mean, you know, you could get a picture of Blake Griffin dunking over you. You could... Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be kind of cool?
2: Yeah, but then his nuts would probably be in your face. Yeah, or well, what's better than him punching you in the face? That's true. Um, yeah, should have never called him Blake I don't know. I, I
0: think the home run derby pitchers are pussies because they stand behind the <laughs> glass barrier or whatever. It's, just well, take it's not the-
2: glass. That'd be pretty dangerous. Oh, pl- whatever it is. It's yeah, super you know. breakable. Yeah.
0: <laughs> they stand behind a barrier. Gla- that'd be better. Actually. Here, stand behind this window. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what we can do. All right. We just found a way to improve the home run. <laughs> <derby>. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I See, I think the home run derby pitcher sweet because uh, y- without doubt, every year there's one of them that just pitches like seven bad pitches in a row. And the batter just kind of looks at him like, come on. Dude. Like, I told you I want them at my belt. Like, And sometimes it's sometimes hard. it's the hitter's, like, dad or something. Yeah, exa- yeah <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. We brought in his little brother to be his pitcher today. Uh, he's, it's going to be a, amazing. What a great moment. Then he pitches, like, <laughs> ten balls in the dirt. And the guy's like, for fuck's sake, Chad.
1: <laughs> I'm definitely picking NBA dunk contest prop for sure. Yeah. I'll, I'll take some balls on my head just for, like, the memory of being on the court while somebody, like, leapt over top of me. Mm-hmm. I'm the tallest of the three of us. So I was going to say, yeah, that'd be. Feet also. I would just for sure be get dangerous. teabagged by an
0: NBA player, like, no, like without cameras present. <laughs> no question. Are you kidding me? Put, like, you guys are passing out that opportunity to say I had, you know, Blake Griffin's nuts on my head. That's a cool story, Yeah, I think. I would love to have you come back and tell that story on this show. Yeah. It would be great. Uh, yeah, exactly, right? Yeah. And picture, well, maybe pictures are not part of the agreement. I don't know.
1: This is a question for you, Stefan. It says How much Gatorade did Barcelona FC dump <laughs> on Stefan
0: after he scored that goal he mentioned previously? Uh, there was no Gatorade. Everyone was pretty stoked, though. It was almost like, no, everything kind of just slowed down. I'm going to talk about this goal again. I'm really excited know. <laughs> I, I had a nice assist this week, actually. Deke through the whole team, and we lost like seven, too. But uh, I did have a nice assist. And I nutmeg someone again, too, Whoa. which is always fun. That's always great. That's so always
2: That's fun. when you bring a pinch of nutmeg in your pocket and then you throw it in their face and they sneeze. Yeah. And it's like a distraction. It's like pocket sand from
0: yeah. King of the Hill. Yes, yeah. exactly. Pocket nutmeg. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Uh, no, everyone was just kind of like standing still, like, what just happened? Because, like I said, we don't score very many goals. So.
1: And this is a question for John and I about Stefan. It comes to us from your roommate, uh, the little Sobo, oh, who God. asks, "Why are you letting Stefan flush his life away at the plumbing wholesaler?
0: <laughs> He's been texting me uh, plumbing puns all week. He followed that up with,
1: "I just realized I've made that joke to Stefan more times than you've been asked, what is sports?" and I'm a little embarrassed.
2: <laughs> he, uh, he has well, I was he... wondering though, would uh, when you, is one of your do you get the job through Hanaconda?"
0: Oh, because of. She uh, likes the lead pipe. The lead pipe, right? Yeah. We actually, I don't, yeah, I, I
2: get it. Yeah, I she lives in Buffalo. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, Chris, <laughs> my, my roommate has also, uh, he's also asked me uh, after my first day back, oh, how was your first day back? It wasn't too draining. Nice. Uh, oh, that's good. And then also, uh, how was work today? Are you back into the flow of things again? <laughs> well, we almost couldn't record today. Because you
1: were going to be busy at work, and John yeah. said, oh, things are backed up at the toilet factory, yeah. right? <laughs> and then
0: uh, I, right. I, I replied, uh, yeah, I worked pretty hard. Uh, you could say I was toil-iting. <laughs> like, it was a to- like the word toil, yeah, like toiling, but also yeah. toilet. Toilet. It's yeah. a bit of a stretch. You know? Yeah. yeah. Well, just know. a bit. Yeah. Just a it's bit. Good, though. Uh, Caitlin B., who donates to the show, uh, asks, when are y'all going to fuck? <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's a fair question. The
0: live show. Yeah, yeah. Well, ex- yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, that's the, which episode fifty
0: maybe is, is yeah. for yeah. the live show. Yeah, we and, uh, need to
1: promise something that will make the people come out to watch. Right, so. we're we're gonna fuck inside each other. <laughs> yeah,
0: we're gonna fuck each other on the stage. We're just gonna we're gonna fuck each other. <laughs> that be no one wants to see that.
2: No, they absolutely do not.
0: Uh, this one comes
1: to us from Nixon Robocop, who says, "Which member of the Real Good Show team is most likely to have an ex point out their love of a finger in the butt?" This is, of course, playing on the, John. the Kanye West <laughs> Amber Rose feud from this week. Yeah, I'm voting John. Too. I just wanted to say, John. It's really
0: funny when someone <laughs> says a name really fast while like someone else is still talking. You know what I mean? I don't actually think that.
2: I don't. I don't. I, I, I do. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not. I won't. I'm not gonna. Disagree. Oh, you're not gonna say. I'm not oh, gonna okay. All okay. right.
0: Uh, this is a good one because it, it, <laughs> I don't know. It, It's an idea for something we can do in the future. I think. God, we one of my
2: students is gonna learn a lot. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, and it's from Connor Nealon again and he asks can we set up a fantasy baseball league that follows the hockey one style with reverse scoring and also can I be in it and if we do set up a fantasy baseball league yes you can be in it I don't know much about baseball which I think would hinder or hurt I don't yeah, know, if that I would don't help. know anything about it we'll see I think the, uh, I'm think I pretty
2: sure that if we did a reverse fantasy baseball league we would all be the losers because <laughs> then we're in a fantasy baseball league
0: well I think we should give it a try though he says he's got some good category ideas if he puts in all okay. the work then yeah uh, if he wants to set yeah. it
2: I know nothing about fantasy yeah. baseball we have so. an email
1: question here, which oh, is wow. spectacular. Okay. RealGoodPod
2: at gmail.com. Yeah. Okay, this is my last question that yeah. I got to go.
1: This comes to us from Phil Spiegel, who says When you discuss the best athlete to commit a crime, you forgot the obvious winner. It's the guy without legs. He was an Olympic sprinter, plus he killed his girlfriend, all while having no legs. That's pretty hard to beat. He's talking about Oscar Pistorius. Uh, Also relevant, which sport would you expect someone without legs to be best at? And how fucking surprising is it that the answer ended up being running? (laughs) (laughs) The Blade Runner, Oscar Pistorius. Right.
2: I would think luge, right? Because then you're more aerodynamic. You don't have your legs dangling over the edge of the sled. You weigh less. Yeah. I don't know how you'd run at the beginning to get on the sled, but I guess you could you figure it out. Yeah, you could use the same sort of blades could use the blades. But then did. the best part is you could shed the blades halfway down the hill, and then you'd be even lighter and more aerodynamic. I would, like a, I
0: would think diving. Like a shuttle? Yeah, just like Well, not because they'd be good at it. I think it would just be kind of funny. Oh, okay. They're just like a guy just falling off the top right. of the thing, right? Like he's not going to be able to jump. Uh, yeah ha- that's true
1: Having yeah. recommended this film On the podcast A few weeks ago uh, Kingsman The Secret Service I'm going to say Fencing There is you go the Yeah Because mm. that's reference. a movie That has a girl With no legs But swords for legs And she cuts people In
0: half Throughout the film So well, it's pretty badass John should we do a quick How are we going to end this year
2: Well, you guys can still. We're not gonna say our thing at the
0: same time, though. Oh shit! Uh, We could just do. uh,
1: We could do one good thing right now. Okay. Wrap it up.
2: All right. Yeah. I mean, we can wrap it up.
1: Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, Yeah. uh, Let's wrap it up. Okay. (laughs) That'll do it for the (laughs) mailbag, and uh, which takes us, of course, into everybody's favorite part of the program, because it means we're on the home stretch. The cherry on top of our cynical Sunday. One good thing.
3: If a lot of people love each other, the world would be a better place to
0: live. Gentlemen, what do you like this week? Uh, I like that Donald Trump uh, said literally straight up, uh, I could shoot someone on Fifth Avenue and people wouldn't not, or I wouldn't lose votes. Oh, nice. Yeah, I think that's pretty cool.
2: I'll choose a Donald Trump quote this week as well then. Uh, they just came out, he just came out and said that uh, they need him at the debates, or if he if he was at the Fox News debate, it would have spiked the TV ratings way higher, marking the first presidential candidate in history to refer to the TV ratings (laughs) of the debate. (laughs) Uh, So congratulations, Donald Trump. No one gives a fuck. He knows what it's all about, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's all about ratings.
1: (laughs) Well, it's years of experience from The uh, The Apprentice, I suppose, would have taught him that. I was kind of excited for you not to be here, for one good thing, because I was going to pretend to be you. Oh, oh, sorry. And be like, "Uh, you know, uh, you guys can recommend your... TV shows and movies or whatever. <laughs> I actually read a book this week yeah,
0: about not drinking. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: yep, it was. Oh, uh, if I had
0: known you were gonna do that, I would have yeah. told John to fuck off for sure. Yeah. Well, it's oh, fine. I got to do it anyways, yeah. and he's still sitting. It's still here. very. It's even better this way. I think.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's uh, yeah, no, I did read a great book about not drinking. It was called The Catcher in the Ginger Ale. Um. <laughs> And <laughs> not your best. Oh, I thought that was fantastic. I'm
1: going to recommend my favorite thing this week was a new story about a dog who joined a marathon by accident. Yes. And oh. wound up coming seventh place yeah. in the marathon. <laughs> I've just like warmed. All they have the four legs though. My, so kind of, of cheating. Yeah. I feel. yeah it yeah. left the course numerous times to go pee in a park and, and sniff dead carcasses. And then <laughs> rejoined the race and still finished seventh. So that's a hell of a dog. And that's a good for you. I think it too. is. Yeah. yeah good, good for him. Yeah making us just feel a little bit better about getting through the week oh, when yeah. you've got stories to read like that. And that will do it for this week's program. <laughs> Our roommate is Chris Adam. Our producer is Jessica Sands. I'm Justin Morissette. Stefan Hack.
2: John Cullen.
1: Be real. Be good be real good
0: oh damn it that makes way more sense I was I looked at the PlayStation and
2: (laughs) I did the thing you do normally do where you talk about a thing that we talked about and you did the thing I normally do where you look at a thing yeah
0: I should have looked at you and said toilet one week we're gonna get it
2: (laughs) Tuesday great episode this week I'm excited
1: yeah very short wait for the next episode it's gonna be huge Stefan won't be there but
0: a huge guest will be look forward to it
1: if you hate
2: me then you're gonna love this next episode (laughs) Okay, bye. See ya. Bye.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, Left Shark! (laughs) Well, thanks for doing this.
3: Yeah, no problem.
1: Uh, it's like It was hard to book people uh, on the East Coast earlier this evening around this time of night. I figured because most people are busy at this time of evening. But it's nice to talk to a West Coast person at about the same time that it would have been on the East Coast earlier.
3: Well, I'm really cool, so of course I have like a lot of important plans. <laughs> well, yeah, clearly. If, if I wasn't doing this, I would be going to sleep before <laughs> 9 on a Friday night.
0: I need to college